Yo, what's up everybody? Welcome to the Late Entry Podcast. This is your host, GB, here with another episode, another week, more news. Um, if you hit the link in the bio, I highly appreciate you. Thank you. Um, if you have a chance, like, share, subscribe my podcast, give it a review, tell me how I'm doing, tell me if you like it, tell me if it's horrible. Um, any feedback is good. Um, here's the sports podcast probably 85% sports, 15%, you know, other topics kind of like put a few different things in there just so it won't just be one-sided. I do cover a lot of uh, Michigan Wolverines news here. It won't be just Michigan Wolverines news, though, all the time. It won't be just, um, you know, just my favorite teams. It's going to be a lot of different um, things and teams that I cover on here, players, et cetera. So, uh, again, thank you. I appreciate y'all. And um, let's get right into it. So I'm going to start off with recruiting news. Um, So most recently, uh, the Michigan recruit, uh, Josh Christopher, he actually ended up going to Arizona State. Um, He selected that school today. So, um, you know, it's a bit of a loss for um for uh, Michigan, but you know it's not that bad. Great pickup for ASU. Um, you know they got a they got a baller, um, but you know I think it's a good selection for him too, though, because you know similar to you know Julius um, transferring from Michigan, you know I think a lot of people have to understand like like I said last week, you know everyone wants to be that guy, so you know maybe from his perspective. You know, he get to play closer to home and, you know, Arizona State, you know, he's going to probably be the the first or second option on that team, you know. So, uh, you know, good for him. I I think I honestly I'm not mad that he he's going to Arizona State like, yeah, would have helped Michigan to get him, you know, as a two guard. And, you know, he seems like a, a bit of a slasher. He could shoot. But um. You know, Michigan got good recruits coming in. So, you know, there's really no guarantee that, you know, he was going to start. Like, yeah, he would have helped Michigan. But, um, you know, good for him, though. Um, so, you know, Arizona State, you know, they, they won this battle. And, um, you know, Michigan just got to move forward, really, forward honestly. Um, yeah. And, um, you know, Michigan still has the number five recruiting class. You know, Jawan Howard, you know, this is first year. This is like his first whole, really not even full year, you know, because it wasn't a Big Ten tournament. You know, it wasn't um, no uh, NCAA tournament, which I think Michigan, you know, would have made it to that. But, um, you know, good for Michigan, though, anyway. Like, they still got the number five class. Um, They get they stack next year coming back, so – you know, the future is still bright. Uh, Wolverines uh, football, we picked up a center from Cash Tech, um, Raheem Anderson. Um, that's good. That's good that Michigan, because Michigan low-key needed that recruit bad. Like, you know, they lost like maybe three recruits and then um, they missed out on uh, the guy that went to the running back that went to Ohio State. So good for them. Uh, and that also goes to show, like, where the priority is, too. 
Like I like what Michigan doing. Like you know, even though they they starting off a little bit slow in recruiting, and we missed out on a few guys, I still like what they doing because the commits that they have is pretty much like establishing like the O line, the quarterback. I think they got like uh, they got three O linemen, a quarterback, and a tight end. So like that's all good. Like that's protecting the quarterback. They got a five star quarterback coming in right now. So, you know, let's get some people to block for him. Then we can move on to, like, the outside guys and, you know, whatever the other needs are. So good pickup for Michigan. And, you know, football recruiting for Michigan really probably won't heat up until the summer anyway. You know, I would say, like, the June and July months, like, right before the season start. That's usually the time where, um you know, recruiting picks up for them. But. This is one thing I want to say about the Wolverines recruiting. Um, get the best players out of Michigan. Like, it's still maybe four or five players. The four or five top players in the state of Michigan are still not committed to a school yet. So I think it's important that, you know, they capitalize on at least, you know, three of those guys and – um the recruits that are at the top of that list are old linemen, old tackles, and a running back. You already got your quarterback. You got your tight end. So, you know, Wolverines fans, just, you know, don't panic because it's still early and the commits that we have are still good. So, you know, let, let Michigan do their thing. Let them let them establish, you know, what they're trying to establish. But, you know, we, got, we cannot let those – those top recruits, um, you know, go to other schools. Like we, we can't lose these, we can't lose no battles to um, Ohio State. We can't lose no battles to, uh, you know, we lost a couple to Penn State, which is cool. But you know, those players that went the the few players that went to um, Penn State from the state of Michigan, you know, those guys are probably gonna play early. That's why they went there. You know, you gotta understand, like when you come to Michigan, like you're probably gonna sit a year. Like Jabril Peppers, you know, he was a very good recruit. He wasn't a day one starter, though. You know, neither was Dax Hill, you know, in this recent year. So, you know, but I, I like what Michigan doing. You know, they're still in good shape. The summer isn't here yet. And, um, you know, it's plenty of time to uh, really piece like a whole a whole class together. But, you know, don't let too many people get away because, you know, we need that. We need that. Like, you know, you look at Ohio, you look at Ohio State's recruiting class. Like they just pick up players from wherever and they get whoever they want. And they recruit at a different rate than Michigan. You know? They just do. Like the SEC schools, they just recruit like at a different, you know, a different speed. Alabama. They they pretty much could get anyone they want. So, um, but, you know, in Michigan's case, you know, ours is a little bit different. So, uh, you know, give it a little bit of time. Everything could be all right. Uh, let me see where else I want to go. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go over to uh, football right now. So, apparently, I guess, Todd Gurley wants to wear the number 21, Deion Sanders number for the Falcons. Um... Deion Sanders came out today and said that, like, hey, you know what? You know, it's not a big deal that he wear the number 21. The player makes the number. 
the number don't make the player, which is which is very true because it don't matter what number you wear because if you a good player and you go out there and do your thing, people will like the number because you make it look cool. The number, you know, the number not going to make you look cool. You make the number look cool. So, um, uh, we, you know, we'll see what, but apparently Ty Gurley want to wear 21. I'm going to say this. I know Ty Gurley had, you know, like the last couple of years in LA, he had a couple of little issues really wasn't at the same, I wouldn't say speed, but you know, he didn't have the same production that he had in prior years, but going to Atlanta, you know, playing for the Falcons, wearing number 21 from my perspective like you got a ball you got a ball you know so you know we'll, we'll see what happened in Atlanta man um I don't mind him wearing number 21 I don't I don't mind him wearing 21 but if he do you know Todd Gurley man you got to go out there and do your thing because yeah you know you know prime word number uh uh Dante Hall Wear the number, you know. A lot of people wear the number twenty-one. It's it's almost like uh, look at it like Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan made the number twenty-three cool. So anybody that came into the league after Michael Jordan that wore the number twenty-three felt like they had to play to a certain. You gotta you gotta play to a certain standard. You gotta play up to that number. LeBron James he came and wore number twenty-three. So anyone that comes. After him and wear number 23, like it's an expectation for that to wear that number. So, um, you know, we see what happened in Atlanta. For example, like Wayne Gretzky, I, I think uh, his number is retired from the whole sport of hockey. Like, I don't think anyone could wear the number 99, but that's because of what Wayne Gretzky did. He 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 went out there. And pretty much changed the game was the the man, the man on ice, literally. You know, he made the number 99. And he made it look so good that no one else can wear it. No one else. So, um, Todd Gurley would be all right, you know. But, you know, the players make the number. The number don't make the players. You got to go out there and make it look good, you know. Yeah, but um, what else we got? So, Christian McCaffrey, the running back from um, Carolina Panthers, he got a contract extension today, uh, $16 million a year. Now, that's crazy, though. Some crazy numbers. Um, You know, good for him because he balled out and he deserved it. And that goes to show that, uh, you know, Carolina planned on keeping him for a minute. You know, you just not you, you can't sign someone to that kind of contract and then, you know, trade them in a year. Like, that's a lot of money. A lot of teams not can't you know afford that. So, uh, shouts out to Christian McCaffrey. Um, and it's another thing I want to say about it. That mean that you know he's gonna be their feature player. Christian McCaffrey is gonna be the feature player in um, Carolina, being that you know Cam Newton is in there. Uh, you know, they lost the receiver, Devin Funches. They still got, you know, they still got pieces down there in um, Carolina. But, um, you know, McCaffrey's going to be that guy. They're going to expect him to carry the workload, whether it's running the ball, catching the ball. You know, he's going to be the star on that offense. So um, 
we see what happened in Carolina. We see how they draft go too, because if they sign him to this big contract and they letting Cam Newton go, or they let Cam Newton go, uh, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if they took a quarterback in this draft. And the question is, do the Carolina Panthers really want to trade up and draft a quarterback or stay at the spot they at now and um, hope that a quarterback is still there? So uh, we'll see what we'll see what uh, the Panthers do. Um, that's that that's going to be interesting right there. Honestly, I think I think Herbert would be a good fit for the Panthers. You know, he he's he's like a pocket passer, but he could kind of move around. You know, don't have the same athleticism as Cam Newton did, but you know, Cam Newton is. You know, he's Cam is Cam. This guy's a different guy. So we'll see what happened. We'll see what happened. And I, and I keep saying this too. You know, what if, uh, you know, what if the Redskins take a QB? What if, what if the Redskins want Tua or, or um, Herbert? Then what do, the, what do Carolina do? So, you know, something's telling me that Carolina might want to trade up. And we'll see what happened. You know, a report came out that, uh, the Lions actually uh, interviewed Tua and um, and Chase Young. Both of those players, I feel like Carolina could use, and Washington, if Washington wanted to take a quarterback. So, you know, we'll see what happened. That's that's going to be interesting. And if the Lions draft a QB, you know, that would be insane because I really feel like the Lions don't need to draft a QB. We need other. You know, other players at, at so many different spots on that team, especially on defense. You know, it's not a real necessity that we that we um, that we draft a quarterback. The Lions don't really need one. I mean, they could get one and kind of hold on to him and groom him to what they want in the future. But, you know, it's not a it's not a high necessity that they do that. So, uh, you know, we'll see who wants to trade up. Maybe maybe the Chargers want to trade up. Do the Chargers want to stay in the spot that they at? You know they don't have Philip Rivers. They don't have um, Gordon. And I and I'm not really understanding what the Chargers are doing really because they're really not in full re, re rebuild mode. The Chargers aren't rebuild mode. Um, they still got you know players on defense. You know yeah they lost their quarterback and they lost they they start running back. But, like, they're not in complete, like, uh, start from scratch mode. So, it's interesting. It's, this going to be an interesting draft. This going to be an interesting draft this year. It's a lot of good players, especially at quarterback receiver. It's a lot of receivers. I haven't seen a receiving class. This, this, this We're we going to see where these receivers go and how they do out of this draft because it is is really a lot of good receivers in this class. So, um. I don't know. We'll find out. The draft is next week. You know, we we a little bit over uh, a week away from that. The virtual draft, as you would say, or what they calling it, rather. Um. So yeah, we you know we we'll see what um we'll see what happens. We still got a little bit of time. So um. Yeah. And before I close out with football, I have to say this. I said I'm gonna say this every week. Um. I know I spoke on him a little bit, but Cam Newton deserves to be on the football team. I don't know which team. I don't know, 
you know, who he's might back up for or who where he might go and have an opportunity to start, but um get Cam Newton on the get Cam Newton on the team. Get him on the team. He's still too good of a player to be not signed. And I and I keep I'm gonna say this also, I hope it's not a situation where, you know, they they trying to just push him out the league. Don't do that. Don't do that. Cam is still a good player. Let's find a team for him. So over the weekend, I'm gonna go over to basketball right now. So over the weekend, um, the NBA had like the little horse game. Now they still doing like the the um, the 2K tournament, which is good for the NBA. The NBA needed that, being that you know there's no games being played right now. But you know, so they wanted to add like this this horse thing. Now the thing with horse is different. Like, I feel like you have to be in a gym setting to play horse. Like, you could play horse outside, but, like, other people have to be there. And I feel like horse isn't something that you can really, you can't really stream horse. Like, because you, 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 you both people have to be there. Or whoever playing the game, like, you have to be in the same place at the same time. You know what I'm saying? So, I'm, I, I really wasn't feeling the, the whole horse thing. Like the the horse stream, like oh I'm gonna do this and do that, cause it it just it it looked funny and it looked um like like uh it just wasn't crispy enough, you know um and it looked real glitchy, like it was being recorded with like old phones, like back in like I don't know 2008, you know like when cell phones first got like the video recorder, you know it kind of looked like that so um. Yeah, I wasn't feeling horse, but I mean, it was a good idea, though. Good idea, but I think a thing that would help the NBA um, definitely keep it, but like bring it back at a later time. Bring it back at a time where, you know, you have like a little audience, have, you know, a few people in a gym or I don't I don't know how they would want to set it up in the future. But I think that would be a better idea than you know, streaming it from, from cell phones or whatever the heck it was recorded from. It, it looked crazy, but um, good idea. But I, I think, like, to perfect it, definitely bring it back in the future and then, you know, it'll be something that people will watch because it'll be better production, you know, better promotion. Um, and, uh, you know, we'll see. Like, I seen a video with um, Trey Young and um, Chauncey Billups. Like, I feel like Billups was more so in a court setting. You know what I'm saying? Like, he was in a backyard where, you know, his court was just different from the court that Trey Young was playing on. You know, Trey Young was playing in his backyard, but his his, his situation was way different. So, and, like, the elements was different, too. Like, that's a different thing. Like, when you play horse, like, you got to be in the same elements. Like, if I'm playing horse against somebody else and they're in a, a windy environment and I'm in like a more calmer environment, like my shot might be a little bit different from the person that's in a, a, a in a different situation. Like when you hooping outside, like <clears throat> it definitely like the wind and all that stuff, the cold air, like it definitely affects like the way that the ball spin when you shoot it. You know, I've been in those situations plenty of times, like playing in a cold, like, when you know, in Michigan. When it's 60 degrees outside, that's like, you know, hooping, hooping time technically, 
you know, being especially coming off of a cold winter, as soon as it's 60, 65 degrees, you know, you see people outside in shorts and, and stuff like that, hooping regardless, catching coals and everything, concrete, cracks in the concrete, grass growing out of the cracks. So, you know, it's just different elements when you play the game outside. So I feel like horse, you got to be in the same environment. You that, that cannot be something where somebody inside of a gym and you shoot outside like this, that it, it's, it's a, it's an unfair advantage to the person that that's playing outside. Trust me. Like if you hooping against somebody from, from, from a virtual sense, like, no, that's yeah. But good idea though. I really think though, um, I think that'll work, but, um, the NBA should bring that back though. But, uh, not right now, you know, wait till this whole quarantine thing over and, um, we'll see, uh, we'll see what happened. Um, all right. So, I think that's enough for sports right now. Um, I'm going to talk about some of this uh, quarantine life, though, right now. Um, I think, uh, you know, getting a proper exercise is is definitely important because, you know, a lot of us are in the house. A lot of us really don't have, like, our, our regular routines right now. Like, a lot of us is, is not, you know, we can't do anything but pretty much stay in the house, go to the store, and that's it. You can go for a walk or a jog, but you know, most of us are in the house. But I think um getting uh getting exercise, like rather it's a home workout, rather it's some, you know, some push ups, some sit ups, whatever whatever you do, you know, squats, whatever your thing is, like do it because you gotta understand when you in the house all day and you just eating, you just eating, you you know, you probably not drinking enough water. You know, you got like extra snacks that you usually don't eat throughout the day. You just in the house, just consuming all of that stuff, those sugars and, and, um, you know, so it's important to, um, you know, just work out kind of like stay in shape because, you know, you don't want that stuff to like build up on you because it sit on you. It sit on you. You know, you start gaining weight in places you don't need to gain weight and it, it, it affects a lot of stuff. Um, on top of like not getting enough outdoor oxygen you know what i'm saying so uh you know i encourage everybody um to uh you know get the proper exercise man try to eat as healthy as possible too because um you know that's that's key also you're not you're not getting enough exercise you're not getting enough sun which you need you're not getting enough air which you need so you know you might as well eat healthy as possible you know I know it's, it's it, I know it sounds easier than than actually doing, but you know I just like to encourage everybody to do so. Um, another thing I'm learning, we're really not learning. It's like an everyday. It should be an everyday thing. Um, you know, during this time, like a lot of us really, it's a lot of insurity. And I'm gonna be completely honest. Like none of us really have the answers. None of us have the answers. Like you can think that you know but you don't know only god know you know so um i like to encourage everybody man to um you know just like work on yourself work on treating other people right work on you know loving one another forgiving one another because like in this world is so much like different stuff it's so much like uh tv is so much music is it's, it's like a lot of things that we consume a lot of things that we like but like at the end of the day, none of that matter. You know, people matter. 
You know what I'm saying? So um, I think it's important that, um, you know, we just treat one another right, man. Love somebody, um, you know, and, uh, you know, kind of get out of the, the the selfishness of our ourselves. You know what I'm saying? So just here to help. Just a word of encouragement. This, this is also a segment in, my, in this podcast that, um, you know, I'm going to keep going every week. I don't know if we're going to call it the encouragement segment where, you know, I just give out like some good vibes, some good advice. Um, you know, I know sometimes I might get a little off track, be a little ignorant, but a little ignorance is OK, but never too much. Whereas, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm just tearing somebody down. Like, no, at the end of the day, I'm here to be a good person and spread that message to other people and so on and so forth. So if you're hearing this, I hope it helped you and, um, you know, it should be for you to go spread it to somebody else, you know. So um, that's that. Uh, also, so being that sports isn't really playing right now, I really can't bring out every segment that I want to bring out. Um, I got a, I got a few, a lot of topics that I'm going to have like weekly when sports get up and running again. And I'm going to post them. So on my page, on my pages or whatever, and also on the podcast, but you know, it's going to be more material coming once sports come back, but it's just impossible to really have those segments or really necessary to have those segments because, you know, sports isn't playing right now. So, um, you know, it's just like that time where, uh, you know, you, you know, it's still time. Hopefully there's still time. Nothing is promised to us, but I'm um, hopefully there's still time, but it's more to come. You know, I'm just put it like that. All right, y'all. I think that's going to be enough for today's episode. Um, if you want to contact me, you can um, you can reach me on Instagram. My Instagram is late underscore entry podcast on Instagram. Also, uh, yeah, that's just enough. Just reach me there if you do a sports podcast and um you want to collaborate on material, talk about a topic, um, or, you know, argue about a topic. It don't matter to me. Uh, you can also reach me there and, um, you know, we can work on that. I'm just here to like spread the news, man, honestly. Um, you know, so if you into what I'm into, you know, let's work together. Uh, and, uh, I think that's about it for this week, man, or today, rather, I'm gonna have another episode coming in a couple days. Um, Again, if you hit the link in the bio, I appreciate you. Thank you. Make sure you like, share, subscribe. Tell other podcasters about my podcast or people that listen to sports podcasts. Tell them about this podcast. 85% sports, other 15% a random topic, but, you know, it's always good material. And, um, again, thank you. Till next time. Peace.